Alright guys, welcome back to episode 5 of the Differences Black and White Podcast. Thank you for joining us. We have a special guest, Johnny Hood, today. Welcome. Welcome, Johnny. Welcome. I would uh, I would have offered you another mug, but you know, you've, if you've seen the last episode, you know what happened. I am quite fine with the plastic white cup. cup. You know, we got to get you off probation first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly, exactly. You got to have a probationary period before we give you a mug. <laughs> So today, uh, unfortunately, the conversation is going to center around the uh, Buffalo shooting. Um, another one. I mean, that's that's all I can really say about it. It's just another one. Uh, it, it's it's tragic. I mean, we can't really, we can't control what's going on. It's a somber moment, but there needs to be conversation. How, how can we move forward? How can we address this? How can we, as white members and, and black members of the community, how do we come together? Because obviously this was... An estranged shooter, he was by himself, clearly had an agenda. But let's let's talk about why he kind of got that way and what we can do about it in the future in addressing uh, the white and black relationship. Because it there is there's definitely a stain. There's a lot of stain right now. No, for sure. But um, before we get into that, yeah, just kind of want to um, get to know a little bit about. Yeah, let's um, get to know Johnny. Sorry about that. Yeah, Johnny, introduce yourself, my friend. Uh, howdy, folks. I am Johnny. I do say howdy a lot, so uh, bear with it, I guess. Um, a New Yorker saying howdy? That's weird. Yeah, very weird. I suppose I'm cultured to a lot of degrees. Um, <laughs> uh, I suppose a little background on myself. I am an artist and musician. If you probably thought this dude looks like Prince, yeah. That, he shreds. That. I got to tell you. He shreds that guitar, and every time he plays, it's a, it's amazing. <laughs> Why, thank you, Chris. It's, I'm actually It's, it's a little Jimi Hendrix. It's it's awesome. I love it. Yeah, that's that's that right there is what I aim to do as a musician and artist is to move people. A uh, little about me before I get uh, too into myself. Uh, I am a military veteran. I know I look young and all that, but yeah, I'm certainly in my mid thirties. And uh, yeah, that's about it. I'm also from uh, New York City, uh, where and particularly New York State, where the event happened. So wait, so where where exactly in New York? Uh, Bronx, New York, New York Bro City. The Bronx, nice. Okay, cool. Yeah. Very cool. How was that growing up? Um, I would have to say it was a very, very interesting experience because I went there at, I'd say, like seven or eight years old, and I left at 18 or 19, so it was in the, pretty much a decade in my life that prepared me for what the remainder of my life would be, honestly. So what's the um, demographics there? Primarily black and Hispanic, a lot of Caribbean Hispanics, um, but you also have a melting pot as well. You have your little pockets of Asian. You certainly still have a little Italy in the Bronx uh, mm -hmm. and certain areas in the Bronx that are, uh, let's call it immigrant European regions and sorts. And uh, just like a good reflection of what New York City actually is a melting pot. Absolutely a melting pot. So sure. did you uh, face any racism um, growing up? Um, I was <laughs> that last minute <laughs> makes me think, oh, yeah, I got stories. Um, I suppose I would say I have plenty of stories. Mm -hmm. uh, most of the racism, I would say, was never really outright or outburst. It was very subtle. Um, it's like most most racism and prejudice are very subtle. Yeah, especially in especially in cities. I mean, mm -hmm. I. You know, living in the Bronx, I would have to say it's 
three or four miles outside of like what you would call like mid midtown Manhattan, maybe more than that at the at this point to some degrees, depending on where you are. Uh, but it's essentially two different worlds. Um, mm. And as much as New York City for me uh, is a home to a lot of extents, um, I felt like even Manhattan was very, very foreign territory. Mm. Gotcha. The Bronx now is kind of where everybody's kind of navigating to. There's a Whole Foods in the Bronx now. Like there's all these, I don't want to say it's been being whitewashed, but it's it's different you than what it, it's different than what it used to be for sure, right? Um, yeah, I noticed that when I went back as an adult, it mm -hmm. uh, there were a lot of, a lot of things that I thought I would never really find or experience. I mean, I um, and I to bring it close to home with music. I mean, I took vocal lessons from a white guy living in the Bronx in an area I thought I would never see a white guy live. Mm. Like, that was more or less when I knew that things were hopefully changing for the better in the Bronx. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you certainly lie hopeful with the ideas of gentrification. It's not, it's certainly not always pretty. In fact, I don't think I've ever really seen it be pretty, but there are little pretty pockets in which mm -hmm. you get people really, really getting to know one another. Yeah. It's kind of like what Inglewood is turning into is the new SoFi Stadium and, you know, gentrification it definitely spreads around for sure. It changes neighborhoods. Definitely. So you said you served in the military. How long did you serve? I did five years active, three years inactive. Oh, wow. And in those wow. three years, I didn't really have to do much of anything except just uh, answer some phone calls and update some information and records. Mm -hmm. What branch are you in? United States Marines. Marines. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. are you comfortable with guns? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I am absolutely comfortable with guns. There, there is a reason we brought Johnny here. Yeah. I certainly have liberal-esque attitudes, if you will, towards guns, but mm -hmm. I'm certainly not afraid to be around them. And I certainly um, am liberal in the sense that I feel that anybody who's anybody, knowing their environment and of smart mind, can exercise the Second Amendment rights. Mm -hmm. Do you think at any point there's like too many guns to have, or like any, individually as a person yeah. to have a gun? Yeah. Um, on a case by case basis, I mean the short the short answer is yes, but on a case by case basis, I mean um, you can live in a very you can live in different regions, and that's one of the things that essentially constitutes like gun laws and different gun cultures and mm -hmm. things of that nature is that we have. Different regions in this vast land. Yeah. We have you know inner cities. We have uh, areas that are very very spaced out. Where local law like in these spaced out areas, local law enforcement isn't going to get to you right away before you can you know stop somebody from harming you with you uh, with a separate weapon. Mm -hmm. Or you know there are times that you certainly have to take matters into your own hand. I never thought of it like that. Yeah. Yeah. The beauty of the the country is that. We are so one diverse, but we're so spread out and so different mm -hmm. everywhere we are. So like you really can't have like one federal law that not at all can can really take care of everybody. Because in California, it's like for me personally, I, I born and raised in LA. I don't I don't feel like I need a gun. I've never had an interaction, you know, knock on wood, you know, that I that I feel like I needed it. But I have no problem with people owning guns. Like I think guns are they're fun to shoot. I think they're great protection. Yeah, they're a good time. Um, but personally just don't feel like I need it. Actually, during the uh, George Floyd protests, it kind of became a thing, like maybe it is a good idea just to have one. And not for a protect myself against black people was what was going on, because I'm, I'm, that's not what I'm saying. It was more just like- What are you saying? Well, 
and I'm racist as fuck. No, what I'm saying is maybe it it is a good idea to have something to protect myself from anything that does happen. But why would the George Floyd prompt you to think that you should have a gun or may need a gun? So I live in Santa Monica, right? And so there was a heavy presence in Santa Monica. And so I did run into like three blocks away from my house, a group of young men who were robbing a gold um, and a pawn shop, basically. And so we had this conversation, we never actually posted that conversation, but we had this conversation where there was this uh, wanting to do something about it, but I'm I'm not a police officer, I'm not trying to protect somebody else's business, that's not my thing. I'm gonna go home and protect my family. So maybe having something for my house is a good idea. No, 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 you're not finna do that. So why did you feel like you needed a gun because the um, the kids was robbing a, a gold shop? I don't feel like it's right. So like, so me, at me, and then this is, I think maybe it was what a lot of white people think during that time was, I don't agree. I, I'm, I'm a protector of the society, right? So I, I believe there's a rule of law. I believe that there's, there's a right and a wrong. And in the heat of the moment, I thought, oh, I want to do something. I want to stop them. Like you guys are acting ridiculous and so, I want to so do were, something so about it. you want it. to be a Kevin? No, I want to say Kevin, but what, who was the kid? What was that kid's name who actually did do something? And, and uh, oh, what is do you remember the, his name? The young, um, yeah. Ritter, Ritter House or Ritter? Rittenhouse. Oh, Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse. Kyle Rittenhouse. It was a Kyle. Yeah, Kyle. So you could have used Kyle. Honestly, I did. I did think about that. I really did honestly think... That could have been me in that situation. If I had a gun with me, I might have actually tried to do something, and that would have been my exact situation. But and, why, though? Like, but why? What, well, you, because do you know what a gun is for, though? A gun is is being able to use something that is not just my hands. It puts me in, in a place of power. A gun is, is an elevated position of power, and to use that way, it's like you pull a gun on somebody, they don't have a gun, they, they will then surrender most of the time because they don't want to get shot, right? So that's a position of power. But do you know what a gun is for, though? Well, no, explain it to me then. So it's not to protect property, it's to mm-hmm. protect life. Mm-hmm. Putting yourself in danger mm-hmm. to protect property. Yeah. And then say they did come and try to attack you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then you right. kill somebody. Yeah. Not because they initiated on you, you initiated on them right. by, by not minding your business. Right. And then somebody yeah. ended up dead. We have to circle back on this because that's exactly where I ended up being in my thought process. In the heat of the moment, yes, that's exactly my thinking, right? But when I actually talked about it with other people that were me mixed communities, were the black community, the white community, they kind of brought me down to earth where it's like, why? And then even you, when I, when I mentioned it before, when we talked about it, it's like, again, why, why would you need to do that? Because so, it's not, my, it's, again, it's not my place to do that. So we need Protecting to figure out, figure out, like, where's the core yeah. that white people feel that they need to save the world. You know right. what I'm saying? Because yeah. if I seen that, yeah. you know, I'm like, damn, and I'm going to keep it pushing. If I was to do anything. You keep moving on, is what you're saying. You know, like, if yeah. I felt that, you know, like, I needed to save the world, I'll call the police. But I'm not yeah. going to do that. But, you right. know, if yeah. I needed to do anything, they're not trying to hurt my family or me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So why? You like, reserve it to, until you and, are and, being under attack. And insurance or, is going to cover all of that. So we do need to address it. We need that's what a lot of white people do have a problem with people that they, they're not comfortable with. Right. And this this will get into a conversation. But, we'll but, have later. But why, why are white people so entitled? I, I don't like. Mm. I can probably that, answer the a, a, 
part of that having Go served in the military. So um, I noticed um, going into, into the Marines that, and let's call it uh, Marines from, let's say, rural backgrounds mm -hmm. or less melting pot of backgrounds versus Marines coming from, say, inner cities or even just suburban areas. Um, the attitude between uh, Marines who came from less populated regions was more or less that, that they have to protect and defend. And it also comes from the programming that mm -hmm. a lot of minds receive from a very young age in which they see the commercials to join the army, join the military. Their daddy was a Marine. Their daddy was somebody in the Air Force or yeah. the Navy. Mm -hmm. They have to, it, it's almost like culturally instinctive, I would call it, that, that it does exist. And I'm not saying it exists everywhere, but there's a large enough portion in the United States where this exists. To extend it just, you know, so it's not just about the, the George Floyd protests and the way that they went. It's also just like people feeling like, oh, do you, is this your apartment? Can you show me your keys? So actually Major had that happen to her. Um, our producer had that happen to her multiple times where it's like, do you actually belong here? Like, is this your place? We were always kind of in other people's business. Yeah, and why? Why is that? Maybe because we are looking out for the society. I don't think it's necessarily that it's specific to minorities if it's because it's more than just black people it's it's hispanics it's latinos it's everything right i don't have really have an answer for that but it is i don't know if it's ingrained like that we are entitled to everything i don't know if it's that you, you have white friends right no i have no white friends yes i have white friends okay so like what do you guys talk about you know what i'm saying like do you guys talk about your entitlement you know like what do you guys talk about the crowd is progressive i think yeah like we acknowledge that we have you know, white privilege or, or, you know, that kind of stuff, that range. I think we just ignore it. Most of the time we ignore it. We don't really talk about it. That's, that's the truth is like, there's no real honest discussion about, okay, how are we treating minorities as a group? So did anyone agree with you? Any of your white friends agree with you? No, not directly that I remember, but I, I know for sure that there would be people like, yeah, you should have done something. I got on a discord earlier today because of the last episode talking about that. There's a, a segment i think of of minority populations that a lot of white people will look at and then assume that's all black people and that category of people are the people that we would call ghetto the classless people the people that are not productive members of the society if i can put that the, the nicest way possible without being you know labeled a racist and when the, so they just group everybody in that category it's like that's just how black people are that's black that's black people right there are those people white people who who see people like that Right. And then, then there's people like me who are more progressive and understand like, no, this is not what or who black people are or any minority. Really, this is not who they are. But the problem is I'm I'm from L.A. So I'm a mix. I'm in that melting pot, like big urban cities like we're in a melting pot. So it's like, no, I I see black people. I have black friends. I have you get those people who are in the small towns who don't have the experience with you and I are like like we were just normal people like you like playing guitar like right. you. We play sports together, like that's normal. We recently had a mass shooting in, what city was that out here? San Bernardino, no, San Bernardino. Which, no, which one are you talking about? Right. There was one in San Bernardino, I think. Yeah, it that was, was the, but it was yeah. one right after the Buffalo, either the same day or the next day. Oh, really? On in Orange, the, in was, Orange uh, County, oh, I didn't even know about that. Yeah, one. it was in Orange County. In Orange County. And I would, think that is still part of Southern California and part of the melting pot. Yeah. So why are we having, mm. why do we still have that? Yeah. 
That's what I want to know. Because granted, it, cause I honestly, don't think it was you know black targeted. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it right. still happened. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. And I think it was an Asian guy this time though. It oh really? Wasn't a white guy. In, okay. But also the um, the Buffalo one though. Yeah. Yeah. That really broke my heart. No, it 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 honestly it really pisses me off that we we still have these issues because. With the, trying to figure out what can we do to stop it, that's the hardest thing. Like I just don't know what, because like I don't, I don't know what to do or what to say to those things. Because you have Dylan Roof, you have this guy, and I don't even want to give him credit. I don't want to say his name. Like there's multiple scenarios where this has happened, and then you see how they get arrested, and it's 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 so uh, irritating because. They're they're calmly put in their cars. They're they're given Burger King. They're they're given all these things, and it's like that's not how you guys are treated. How the black community is treated on on the most basic levels, and so it's it's so frustrating. Can we can we isolate those people? Can we stop those people? Because he actually he was going to shoot up his school. Like there was a, this guy was on the radar. Mm -hmm. So why are they not addressed at the moment? I have no idea, and that that's really frustrating. Um, there's there's so many things I want to say about this whole episode. To, to really focus on one aspect of it. No, I, I think we need to go ahead and like uh, like talk about it though. But oh no, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I just really feel, and I don't know how to say this politically correct. Just say it bluntly, and we'll, but, we'll figure it out. Um, we have to do something different. Like, yeah, we can't keep doing the same shit. We can't keep marching and protesting, right? And doing that, like. Yeah. And I don't want to ignite a riot or anything like that. Yeah. But like that's need... what honestly surprises me is that there hasn't been a, a total flip of this where it's just like white people are shot randomly. That That's what blows my mind. It's like, how do you have the Martin Luther King and all these things where it's like the peaceful protest, peaceful protest, pe the George Floyd, mostly peaceful protest, obviously some anomalies, but mostly peaceful. Like, how are you guys keeping your shit together? No, I, like, I don't get it. I think we should fight back. You know what I'm saying? But like, who do you fight? At this point, yeah. everybody is an enemy. Yeah, and that's you know, my biggest fear. Like, I don't know how to be politically correct with this. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. everybody is an enemy. Yeah. And what's really, really sad about mm -hmm. this whole thing is like we're enemies to ourselves, the black community. Mm. We're enemies to ourselves. Like we constantly, constantly killing each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So here, we got the white people taking us out. Boom. Uh, we got angle. the police taking us out. Every angle. You know, we're yeah. taking ourselves out. Like, and like we need to do something different. And what, like, what can we do differently? Yeah. And I think the only thing that we haven't done. Well, we've done in the past, and they took it away from us. But we need to fight back, like the Black Panthers. The Black Panthers movement, yeah. We need to fight yeah. back, bro. Yeah. Like, Martin Luther King, he tried peacefully. You know what I'm saying? We we did have some change. But mm -hmm. I don't think we're going to get the dramatic change that we need until we start fighting back. That was the Police beauty. Police need to be scared yeah. to, you know, yeah. shoot and kill us. Right. They're too comfortable shooting and killing us. White people need to be scared mm -hmm. to come up in a church grocery store wherever yeah. and just come shoot us casually yeah you know what i'm saying it, it's too comfortable yeah you watch that video dude was calm the, the the scariest part of that that video or what i saw was him like seeing a white guy and going oh sorry and then moving on just like okay you weren't my target 
that was that was the worst worst part but like i said i i don't know how you guys haven't lost your shit i really don't and to there are there obviously are always going to be people who are like like this is not the way to do it but but what do you do like this will keep happening constantly and it, it scares me because you know i i i look very i'm very pale and i i do wear the chuckers hat so i i had this conversation with you earlier is like if you didn't know me how would you think i felt about black people because i look like a i dress and i i behave mostly like uh a midwestern white guy even though i was born and raised in la so like if you look at me any random black guy looks at me and goes oh that guy doesn't like black people i'll be like polly want a cracker you can pass off as one of the mercenaries like in uh, or, a con or like a contractor overseas yeah right yeah exactly right Thank you for that. I feel it kind of complicated. <laughs> no, but I mean, that's the thing is that I honestly walk down the street. Every time I interact with an unfamiliar minority group or, or mostly black people, it's like, okay, how do you, how do you feel about me? Like you, what's your, how are you judging me? And that's, it sucks, but it's like, I can't defend, I can't defend white people anymore. Like there are a lot of people on your side, obviously. Like we, there's, there are, especially since that protest, that whole protest was this enough of this shit. That's what that protest was. It's like we're gonna Which we're gonna protest? George the Floyd. George Floyd protest. That was that, that's the same shit that we've been doing for years, bro. There was the peaceful protest, but then there was also the people who were rioting and destroying stuff. And like this is not going to fly there, there anymore. There was something a little different with the George Floyd. There was, and they protest. there was a lot of police attacks, which which I'm on the fence, obviously, with that too. Where it's like, yes, the police in general should should be respected and they also should but they need to earn the respect they need to be community people not let's shoot whoever and then hopefully we can just get out of this scot free. i also want to be clear i know all police officers aren't assholes you know no I, I mean can we, I can we talk all, about your family yeah and also like all police officers are murdered murderers you know what I'm saying like mm. there are people that's really here to help i get that yeah but at some point it's like everybody's the enemy it, it, you know we yeah. can't we can't trust anybody today. right you yeah. know what i'm saying and that it it's that is the saddest part of all this that's the saddest part i i don't i don't know i can't give you a solution because I, I can't say oh just like everything will eventually get there because if you i watch this i forget what the name of the documentary is but i was on a plane i watched this obama documentary about how much bullshit and hate and you can hate him you can love him whatever but like just from white people from that side of the political spectrum like how much bullshit that he got the fact that he like was able to do anything was amazing he didn't do anything no well he he, there was there, no there was some stuff that he did but he but he got the amount of vitriol that he got that he had to face and the amount of like bullshit in congress that he had to face it, it's congress it's not him like he can't just executive order everything right but anyway that, that you know it's kind of a little sidebar i, I don't know what the solution is Obviously, I don't want you to start shooting at white people. That's not what I want. Because I don't want to be a victim. I don't want my kids to be a victim. <laughs> like, the only thing that I can do is is create this podcast and try and get to and through white people. But unfortunately, you know, we have, as of now, we have, whatever, 500-something likes on Instagram and some subscribers. Like, most of them are black. 94%. I'll just make up a number. Most of them are black. We need white people to actually listen to this. Stop talking. Listen. I, that's why I want all. I want all my guests. Uh, I'm trying. Most of our guests are, are black, and I want to hear their side of the story. I want to hear their perspective. And white people need to shut the fuck up and listen. That's a fact. 
So what's your thoughts on this? Yeah. Um, well, in relation to the shooting, I mean, it's, it, it's horrifying. It's, uh, uh, at least one grandmother murdered. It's, uh, uh, middle-aged black man, if I'm not mistaken, buying some sort of uh, birthday cake or pastry <laughs> for, for, for like a loved one. It's a lot of stories like that. And it's, uh, again, it's, it's coupled with the fact that there's this programming that exists in young white males that's, that basically they have this kid, I don't give a fuck attitude, like, I'm going to get away with it one way or another. My daddy is this, my daddy is that, or my mommy is this. Like, it's, to put it bluntly in that way, it's part of the programming that needs to change with, mm -hmm. not this, particularly this generation, but perhaps future generations of white children. Yeah. I mean, but, the, but the, we're in 2022. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can understand, like, some stuff before the internet, but, like... We know all black people are not the same and all white yes. people are not the same. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Right. Like we're no, we know that there's good people in the world. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. Every nationality and race. Yeah. You know what I'm and saying? there's also shitty people in yeah. every every so we, race. Like, yeah. We we know this. You know, yeah. I'm saying like enough of us have been exposed yes. to other people mm -hmm. to know. You know what I'm saying? So it's not, you know, early 1900s, mid yeah. um, 1900s, like we are educated enough or we have the resources to figure out things. Right. You know what I'm saying? So at this point, we're purposefully not. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And here, so part of, I don't know if it was part of his manifesto or, or what, but this particular, the Buffalo shooter, um, was a heavy believer into the replacement theory where white people are losing their control, losing their, their dominance in society and being replaced by minorities. Obviously at some point, because interracial marriage is, is, is acceptable and is a thing, less and less people are becoming the, the pure white or whatever it is. And, and so there's a replacement theory that everybody is afraid of that white will lose that majority and, and the dominance. So why shoot black people? Because it's not the black people that's taking over. You know who's really taking over? The Asians and Hispanics. Yeah. Really. I wish I had an answer for and you. I, and I, I, really I don't want do. them to go shoot Asian and Hispanics. No, no. But what I'm saying is, like, you know, it, it has to be more than... Why are you guys specifically targeted? Yes. It, it has to be more than, yeah. you know, black people taking over because it's not us. I really believe this country is going to be majority Hispanic. Mm-hmm probably in the next 50 to 100 years. Yeah, they are definitely a growing population. That is that is for sure. Uh, I, I, can't, I can't get in that mindset because I just don't understand. And here, here's the thing too, is that I, I wish I had the a Midwestern experience because obviously within LA, I have the melting pot theory, right? So I can't even begin to think about what an all white town thinks about. Like I grew up in an all white town, but I still had access to black friends and still access to the black community. And I didn't have this much experience. Again, why this podcast is, is enlightening for me and, and what I wanted to do. But I, ju I, I just can't get in that mindset of like why people are people like, yes, there are obnoxious people of all races. There are people that, that I don't agree with that act uh, in a different way, but I have no desire to do anything to them. It's like, okay, that's not my crowd. Cool. You guys do your thing. I'm not going to do that. 
And that's a cultural thing at that point because it's yeah. like if you you know if you don't grow up around it, how can you know and identify with it? Right. Yeah. I will. I will say that the future of this podcast and this will be become more than a podcast. Obviously, is that we are going to travel and we are going to go to those communities and try and explore those questions. There's definitely some future um, historically black university colleges that we're going to explore, mm -hmm. and then we're going to go talk to uh, talk to some Midwestern white people because, like you said, this is getting to a point where. I can't defend it. And then like, I don't want to say, yeah, start killing white people, but how do you get the message across? How do you get people to stop? But it's not really like go out and kill white people. I believe in defending ourselves. You know what I'm saying? We right. need to be able to defend ourselves against yeah. white people, defend ourselves against the um, police. Right. Like, you know, yeah. if we were able to, you know, like back in the day with the Black Panthers, mm -hmm. you know, they had people patrolling the streets, yeah. you know, grocery stores and stuff yeah. like that, making sure that the mothers, you know, get home safe and stuff like that. Yeah. So if we had, you know, a militia yeah. group or I don't yeah. even know if that's the politically correct term. I but, think it is fine. But, you know, in front of the stores, you know, yeah. a presence. A presence, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We have and a there presence. Kind of, there is some of that. I've, I have seen some of that, but it's so, not It's not as, as dominant, obviously. Like a security guard. Uh, no, they can't know, do anything, like, yeah. I think we need a presence. We need, some, when we get pulled over, we need to have somebody that the police know, like, damn, they go shoot me if I shoot them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we, we need that presence. Well, I, t I told you I wanted to set up the rent a white friend. <laughs> you always carry a white friend around with you, because <laughs> that is the thing: is that the people, the progressive white white people, are are the ones who are really like f you know filming everything and and can get in the police officer's face, and we really don't. We, it's weird; we don't really face as much retaliation as you guys do. I, I I think maybe yes. I think the Black Panthers should come back. I think there should be some kind of like that. I think everybody who wants to be armed should be armed. I I get the California New York thing where. They don't want people to have access to it because again, I've been in, I've been in situations driving in traffic. Like I get pissed off and I'm like, Oh, if I only had a gun, I would have you know, done something. But, and then people have shot from their cars and it's like, no bad mistake. Or even the George Floyd book, if I had a gun, would have I made the stupid mistake in the moment, in the heat of the moment, been dumb about it. And now, you know, serve the same uh, consequence that Kyle had. So I'm, I'm glad that I didn't. That I don't know. To hear you say that really rubs me the wrong it way. It should rub me the wrong way because it it's, a wrong it's a terrible, way. it's a terrible thought, and I have owned it, and I will own it. How it's about a, this? It's a terrible How thought. I'll ask you this: Do you understand that with owning a gun comes an enormous responsibility? Absolutely. Absolutely, and that's and that's where some people should not own guns. There are definitely a if lot of people who should not. If you don't know the four safety rules of owning a gun, mm -hmm. you should not own a gun. Yeah. It's treat, never keep keep let me see if i remember this correctly said, treat never keep keep treat every gun as if it were loaded yep treat never uh never point your weapon at anything you do not intend to shoot yep uh keep your weapon on safe until you're ready to fire keep your weapon keep your finger off the trigger unless yeah. you're ready to fire i haven't recited that in seven years and i still know it's it. pretty just, good that's just, pretty good just because just, just because like of, of the gun training that i got from the military mm -hmm. and understanding that it's an enormous responsibility a gun is designed to take a life, mm -hmm. like or to or, it like, is, or, it is. or at least stop and prevent that life from hurting other lives. Yes, that's an enormous responsibility to bear on any soul. I don't care what anybody says. Absolutely, absolutely, and that and that's my point is that people get hot headed, 
they make mistakes and then, and they immediately regret it. And I immediately regret it because I even posted this on social media and I got called out. And thank you for calling me out on it because uh, I was wrong. And I have no problem admitting that. I was 100% wrong. But a lot of white people feel that way. A lot of white people. And that's crazy because I own a gun. Yeah. And I don't think about going to shoot mm-hmm. nobody when I'm mad. You know what I'm saying? I, I probably want to punch somebody in their face. But, like, yeah. killing somebody doesn't, like, yeah. cross my mind. You right. know what I'm saying? Or, like, if I was to see somebody damaging property, like, oh, well, damn. You yeah. know? Sucks for them. Sucks for them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Insurance. Yeah. You know, they go get a nice lump of change from insurance. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right. Like, it, it don't cross my mind. Maybe, maybe you're so just more are, level So why are white people so angry? Because we're, we're getting we're getting wasted out here, man. We we we're losing out on everything. I mean, you take all of the this is all facetious. Please don't take this as grand. You all the athletes, all the NBA players, all the football players are all black except for Cooper Cup. Love you, Cooper Cup. Um, no, I mean, that, I mean, that, I believe that honestly, that is a thing though. That is a thing where you do look at you look at sports as a really great example that there are very few white people in professional, at the, at the professional level, college level, yeah, sure. But professional level, it's pretty, I think I saw this was 70% black, mm. right? So for, for NFL. And so NBA is much higher. So there is a, of a fear justified or not. There is a fear of like, we're not as cool. We're not as talented. We're not as athletic naturally gifted right and so the and we did have all this power and this is me just kind of spitballing here right we had all this power that we especially from going coming from england right we've had all this power we've dominated we've been an empire we've uh destroyed other cultures we've stolen from other cultures made it our own or or claimed it as our own and now we're being called out on it right now we're being called out on it now we're being we're having to give back land or we're having to acknowledge that, hey, slavery built this country and black people have provided more inventions and progressed this country more than anybody else. Like you don't get the black, if you don't get the black women's vote, you don't win the election. That's what it's come down to, right? So like black people have moved this country and I've recognized that. As a white person, a lot of white people will hate me for saying this, right? So it's it's difficult to, acknowledges a white person that hey we're not the best we don't own everything and we have to own up to that we have to acknowledge that we we've been fucked up for so long we need to accept that it's a part of who we are i'm super patriotic but i recognize our country could be so much better we have so many problems but then you get the people who you know i, I don't want to call it all the trump people but like the trump people were like america's the greatest country on earth it can be but it really isn't. Our mortality rate sucks. Our, our child, our birth mortality rate sucks, as we talked about in the abortion episode last time. Like there are so many things we don't have guaranteed healthcare. We don't have guaranteed um, paid family leave, except for a few states like California. Like there's so many things that other countries have have actually progressed and done so well. Like you don't hear black people being targeted in Canada or in England or. I, I think it's just as bad, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, maybe I, I maybe I'm talking out of my ass on that, and I should I should look it up. But I, I should look it up too. But I believe yeah. that the racism is just as. Um, oh, we, ra- well, racism is universal, but I feel like in America maybe it's worse. Our attitude towards it are certainly unhealthier than a lot of other countries in the mm. 
uh, on the planet because I, I'll give it for the Caribbean yeah. uh, lifestyle perspective. We like to use the phrase la negrita or el negrito a lot. Like mm -hmm. It's a term of endearment. However, mm -hmm. it doesn't cross cultural boundaries to the extent that if you try to use that in the United States, yeah. you, uh, you know, an American black person is going to take kindly to it. Yeah. So, now that's uh, interesting. Can I say negrita? Can I say like <laughs> it's, it's it's Spanish for a black person, right? Or black right. woman, negrita, like grito, right? Yes. So, yeah. I mean, that's that. Uh, what is is it? Puerto Rico, or I guess it's a lot of the Caribbean islands. Is yeah. There's there is still racism down there. It's a lot of racism in in those areas too. So maybe you're right. It it, it is racism. It's a universal thing. Problems. There's yeah. All the the whole smorgasbord. Yeah. You could pass as mixed, but you your your family is just your both your parents are Dominican. Both of my parents are Dominican. Both of your parents are Dominican. So would you ever play up your like oh I'm whiter side or have you ever played that up at all? Um, let me be the first to admit that due to my programming mm -hmm. and like just from a young age, like I was. As a teenager, I wanted to look how I look now, only I wanted to like I, I, because I watched wrestling, WWF, mm. I'd see the uh, the white boys jumping off the top rope. That yeah. wanted to be me. Yeah. Um, I, you know, with the rock culture growing up too, just being uh, of the counterculture, like a lot of like my musical influence were these white kids who were just you know slamming guitars or like yeah or, or jumping you know stage diving. Uh, right. So like in in that abstract, I get it and I mm -hmm. have always identified with it. But it was only after, like, more or less growing up as an adult and looking back on my life and realizing that a lot of that stuff, it, 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 most of his stuff is influenced opinion. In this case, it became a part of who I am. However, yeah. I am conscious of the fact that that programming did exist, and this is where right. I probably feel and think the way I do now. Yeah. There, there was a video on CNN, which... I don't want to, I don't know if it was manipulated, but there's these young kids who, who, and I posted on my story a little while ago. So if you follow the page, you might've seen it, but these young black kids, they had like a, a spectrum of colored kids, like, you know, white, the lighter skin, the uh, black skin. And it's like, what skin color would you prefer? And they always pointed to the lighter skin color. I, I've seen that. I've definitely seen uh, media related to that. And that's, um... that's sad as fuck. I'm sorry. Like to think that, you're not well, one. You're not comfortable in your skin. Don't. I'll say this: um, <laughs> whatever your skin tone was, it, it, like instinctively, there was a part. There's a part of all of us, I guess, you know, who are non-white, mm -hmm. would pick just a little shade lighter. Mm. Like if you were very, 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 very dark, you yeah. would think of yourself as brown. Yeah. If you were brown, you would think of yourself as tan. Yeah. Tan, you would think of yourself as very light-skinned. And then there's pale, like me. And let's circle back to this this whole thing with with the shooter. It's like, are are black people not comfortable in their skin because they don't want to be seen as black because they just see all all of the bullshit that that African Americans black people have to deal with? Like, is that is that a thing? Is that something that a lot of black people are are concerned about? They want to mix more in with the white community so they're not seen as as different or as not not for me. I could see how. Some people would definitely go off with that ideology as passing for not black yeah. or not Hispanic. Right. Um, and it, I mean, like implicitly, it kind of plagues somebody dearly in my family. But again, to that greater extent, I can also identify it with it because I lived with 
that, I guess, form of whitewashing, if you will. Yeah, uh, right. Because, I mean, let's face it, up until 2000 and above, we I wasn't growing up seeing many, many black role models. I mean... No, no, that, and that's... that's I, I'm really happy that we're getting to that point where you are getting the black dolls. Like we mentioned before in these previous episodes, like you're getting, you're getting the culture or you're getting the representation in the media where it's like, oh, that's me. Like a, a little boy or a little black girl can see that's me in this book or that's me in the doll or, or whatever it is. And, and to, to go back to, I think it was episode one that we actually shot when we first started this. Uh, you mentioned that black men are seen as intimidating. And I feel like that that's part of this whole thing that white people, the only way white people can assert their dominance is by you know using their their physical force and usually that means with a gun and ending and ending black lives and and causing not hysteria but causing certainly contributing to it harm in the black community right well so that's why i think we need to have more white people and you know other than you yeah please we need more white people. I, I I would love to hear more perspective from other white, white people. Please. So if you have a white friend, please tag them on this and share and share this. We need to hear their perspective because obviously I have a very certain and narrow perspective. I know a lot of white people are afraid to talk about these issues, and these are difficult issues to talk about. I will. I have no problem being raw and putting my feelings and what I think the white community is thinking, but I I can't I can't for the life of me actually do it because I just don't understand where these militia groups are, these don't replace me groups are, the anti-Jewish people are, I just don't understand it. And so hopefully with, with future episodes and the future content we can create, we can kind of, I don't wanna say infiltrate, we can get into these know, these do we, areas. Do we gotta say like, fuck NRA, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Start saying like, screw certain groups to get white people attention? Like, yeah. what do we have to do to get the white people attention? Right, I mean, I know how to get the black people attention, but I'm not gonna do it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's, uh, I, here's the one thing, I just wanna touch on this NRA thing, is Fernando, is Fernando Castillo? Is that his name? It's not Fernando. Fernando Castillo. Where the fuck were you at, NRA? This dude was in his car, he, he announced himself to the officer, hey, I have a gun, I, I'm gonna, like, where were you at? You didn't show up. You didn't say, hey, gun rights, gun rights for black people. And that's where you can clearly say that they're racist as fuck. They don't want black people having guns. They want white people having guns. All these pictures of the the holiday cards of families, the whole family having a gun, white people having a gun, mm. right? And then you get the black people holding guns with their families, thugs, criminals. Yeah. We recently had um, the girl, I think she... Um, Pose for her prom picture with a gun. And she had um, a gun and she lost her scholarship. And, Are you kidding um, me? Yeah, Fuck. she lost her scholarship. I think she was. Um, I didn't know about suspended that. from school or couldn't graduate or something like that. And it had nothing to do with school. This was at home on her property. Yeah, or you know, on the street or whatever, wherever. And like white people pose like that all the time all the fucking time Without there are political and it's not it's, it's not congressmen who do that it's they're, not against the law it's not we set you up for failure in multiple ways we've we've written this justice code system and i'm not trying to like win the black vote i don't need you guys to like oh yeah he's he's supporting black lives matter and all this stuff this is honest just disappointment like super disappointing in, in this country and in in white people it's like why do you guys think this way I don't know how to express well, it you, enough. Well, you 
can only do so much. I, we yeah. really need the support or lack of support from other white people. We just need y'all to chime in. To some degrees, on both ends, whether it's a minimum amount on certain end and a maximal, maximum amount on a certain end, mm-hmm. there's a certain level of responsibility that needs to be accepted. Like, um, yeah. Individually, culturally, on so many different levels, because... None of us are perfect, regardless of Absolutely what not. one's race is or what or background or anything. There are great and shitty people in every race, right. for sure. Um, so ultimately, and I know this is more of like kind of like a could be seen as like a kumbaya thing. Honestly, we all need to just uh, uh, at the very least acknowledge if we can all acknowledge that we all need to get together and continue have conversation. Yeah, that is at least a start. Um, it's not going to solve. Everything. I mean, I personally believe if you want to get, if you want to tap into a major problem, you got to tap into people's pockets, and by that I mean people with money and tap into the pockets to see real, real progressive change. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but at the very minimum, just even having a conversation, no matter how stressed or mm-hmm. how tense it may get, albeit certainly respect you know people and mm-hmm. try to let live as much as possible. Um, but starting and having a conversation and accepting at least some degree of responsibility yeah. on both parts. And so you said something that stuck out to me is um, tap into other people's pocket. Like we try to buy black things and like it doesn't last, you know. Mm. I do believe to a certain extent and again, you know, I'm not politically correct. This is my opinion and you know and it's a thought. We need to try something different. I really believe in going back to segregation in a certain way. Would you say it's more for the safety of black people than it is anything else? For our safety, for our econ the black economy, the mental health of black children, you know, like they need to see us in leaderships in our communities, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Not a bad idea because that's actually reflective of how, say, like other cultures actually do that sort of thing. Like you yeah. see, uh, you know, Dominican. You see a Dominican barrio in Washington Heights in New York City. You see little, excuse me, little Italy in the Bronx where uh, Italian Americans uh, congregate. So that's that. Like that's that's certainly an idea worth investing time into. Like I I enjoy you mm-hmm. know being around you and stuff like that. Like, yeah. but I just really think. Like, and I want my kids to be cultured. Yeah. But, you know, like, what's more important, like, their life or them being cultured? You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I mean, I think every white person would like it to be both. And I think we, we want to, progressive white person wants to be intermixed and we want to learn from each other. But I, I don't, I don't see it being a problem. Cultures do do that. Like, they do have right. their own zones where they, they, they do integrate outside of those zones, but then they have their their place right. that, they, that they can call their own. And if you want to get into history, like the Tulsa, um, the Black Stark Market, like the Tulsa where everything was black, everything, black-owned, black businesses, they flourished. And then, of course, Tulsa fucking got burned down. So I, I agree, you should have your own your own stuff, your own, like, support your own businesses and have have your thing for lack of a better word i don't want you to remove yourself entirely from the community because i want i like the interaction i want the interaction i think we need the interaction and we are we we're a country that like us or hate us we we are intertwined 
but I definitely think you should have your own thing. That it's not necessarily whites not apply kind of thing or like well, black fountains only kind of thing. But yeah, no, correct. You should have your own your own thing. Every white person who's not me or not progressive is going to throw their arms up. But it's like that would be good for you guys too. You know, you guys have your own thing. We have our own thing, and then we have our inner mixing area or whatever it is. Yeah. And, uh, I was and, gonna say, I'm sorry. That 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 actually doesn't sound like a bad idea. As part of like the reparations, like like that's owed to black people in this country. Yeah. Like, give them a region in this country that they can thrive. As long as you thrive, because I don't want it to turn into what we did for the Native Americans, where the United States government gave them an area, and then then we kind of starved them out. Really, and now they became drug addicts and alcoholics and they, they lost their culture so i don't want that to happen to the black culture and i think a lot of the younger white community is is so much more progressive than this older community so i keep hoping and, and praying that are, this are they though because it's the young white people uh -huh. that's doing the mass shootings yeah, I mean, this guy was 18. So, yeah, you're right. I mean, Majority, I'm hoping it say. gets. I'm hoping it gets more progressive where you get this older, even in Congress, all these 90-year-olds who are still senators. Um, I'm hoping this older white crowd will die out eventually and we can become this unifying thing. But until then, maybe you guys need your own. Your own. I, I want to think of something else. You yeah. Know? We can't keep right. marching. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we can't. Like, I'd say we could. I'd say we could continue to march in conjunction with new ideas. Mm -hmm. So we we do have many more women, um, black and white, but many more women in itself, and then many more minorities who are taking congressional seats and are taking senate seats. So it's getting there. The only way that this actually ends is you chip away at all the racist parents, right? And you get through to those kids. That's the only way you can get. And then, and unfortunately, it sucks that it takes so long. But then you 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 take a little white racist and you convert them into a non-racist. And then you take this, and and so then they raise their kids like, hey, this is not cool. Like this is not how we do it. But it's hidden so well today. It's hidden so well. You think it's hidden, really? Yeah. yeah. Like you mean like it's so like minute little like yeah, it's hidden little so little prejudices that because they know yeah. how to interact with us now. At first, they didn't know how to interact. Mm. Now they know how to interact. So you know. So you think everybody's being fake? Yeah. yeah. You think everybody's being fake, basically to your yeah. face. Yeah. Yeah. Much and easier yeah. than they were being yeah. Uh, yeah. being fake like twenty, just twenty years ago. And yeah. I much rather you just be a racist be, be asshole. Be your racist self. Yeah, like I respect yeah. you way more. Yeah. Like you're racist. Cool. That's you. You know, hey, yeah. you know, I'll still speak to your ass, but hmm. we know how to play this game. Let me let me ask you because your military experience. So you you were this kind of goes back to what you're saying is like you want to separate a little bit and have your own thing, but in the military, you're you're bunked up with whoever the hell enlisted or whoever is an officer or whatever. So yeah. what was your experience in the military, being forced into these situations with those people who had the one track mind or the limited experience with other cultures? How how was that? Oh, um, <laughs> oh he got stories. I have several stories. I have um, one or two really, really extreme personalities, I would call it. Mm -hmm. Then you'd have a good mix of personalities who weren't necessarily, like they had implicit biases mm -hmm. that obviously they weren't aware of. But um, 
most of them were benign. Some of them are a little, you know, ruckus. It would cause a little ruck, ruckus, if you will. Yeah. Um, so there was a lot of that, but there was also the end of the spectrum that I knew as far as like melting pot, yeah. uh, you know, blacks, Hispanics, yeah. Asians. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say because I went into a very, very technical job de- description. I was uh, avionics technician for the CH-53 helicopters. Okay. It's predominantly not a black and Hispanic job. So a lot of white people in that job. A lot of white people in this job. Mm. Um, I only I only remember working with three other black folk and mm-hmm. maybe like three or five other Hispanics and and everybody else in the shop of like forty to fifty was white. Um, so there was a lot. I c- I mean I could see it. I could see it in their eyes. There's a lot of cultural curiosity for for those who were like benign in that way. Yeah. Um, and I and I. You know, certainly had no like no real 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 problems with that. Then mm-hmm. there was just like you know blatant ignorism. Some dude calling me a Mexican, like, <laughs> like dude, white people. Like, <laughs> please stop playing, calling everybody Mexican. There's so many other countries that speak Spanish. Right. <laughs> like, no, and the and the beautiful part was that within the Marines, like that was addressed and that was rectified really quickly. Yeah. Like the Marines, by the time I made it to the Marines, like they were they they were better about that sort of thing. Yeah. Um. Because that's one thing that I want to bring back to what you're saying is that forced cohesion within the military it correct it did it did it or did it not did it correct a lot of those people who like oh no you guys are actually kind of cool like i i could see like okay, i can drive with you i can do whatever or it was it like they just they held on to their their views i could tell you exactly where it's corrected overseas hmm oh. Overseas, when you have to share a foxhole with somebody who is not of your background, yeah, you will put all your differences aside, yeah, and make sure that you are your brother's keeper. Whether yeah. you are black, white, Hispanic, Asian, makes no difference. Yeah, I know I'm not. I, I'm not gonna say I was in, exactly in a foxhole, but I was certainly in combat situations in which, you, like, you, you really look towards one another's and you read one right. another's eyes and see. Let's do everything we can to make sure that none of us go down. Yeah. That's the only rebuttal I have to, to what you're saying is really when, you f- when you're when you forced. Because we're not forced to interact. Right. Right? Like, we, Bree and I, obviously, we, we met a, uh, several years ago. But, like, we were never forced. But it was, like, a love of, of football and a love of other things that, that we shared. So, it's like, okay, we can interact. And then we grew this relationship. Right? So... I, I I don't want to say we want to force each other to do anything, but it's almost like that would help us as well. So there's that separation okay. where it's like, yes, I think black people should have their own things uh, and every other culture should have their own things without saying, no, you can't be a part of this, right? Like historical black colleges, I think is a great thing, but there are a lot of white people who do attend that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's great for both ends, but it's also like, should we force people to be together and then actually like learn from each other like oh okay this is how it is where and it kind of was it goes back to the um uh the intermixed schooling where they would bus in kids to go to a different area right where it's like okay you're gonna force the interaction i feel like that helps i mean I, I mean can you speak on anything like that where it's like that would help with your with your schooling because I'm, I'm just away from that yeah now you know like yeah, yeah, yeah. even even for like the nfl yeah, I I think we need a black league. We make white men 
too much money and mm. then Colin Kaepernick can't get a job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or like, you can't get a, so a why black coach. To, yeah, or a black coach, exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, we're the talent, you know what I'm saying? Right. Let's start our own league. Yeah. And make our own money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That, that's, that's where I'm getting at. Yeah. Because it's yeah. just so frustrating. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's no way that man should be jobless still. Yes and no. But, I mean, regardless, you, well, know, his, you know what I'm saying? His you know what I'm saying? age now, yeah. but... Back right. when he was still when he had talent, I yeah. mean, he went he went to the Super Bowl, yeah. and he went to an NFC Championship. I mean, like, yes, like, I mean, I agree with you. It 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 hundred percent went political because it was anti-white, it was anti-police, it was anti. You know, it's like, hey, hello, we're black people, and we're getting killed over here. Like, Black Lives Matter. Can you can just acknowledge this situation? And it's like, all right, you're out. Bye. Like that's and, and it, then like black people, we couldn't stand together and yeah. not play football. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. And if, if we, like, that's fine. We couldn't do that because we need to make money, but then we need to start our own league. You know do what I'm you, saying? I don't know if you ever seen the, the videos of the NBA players when it was mostly white players. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, it's, it's so bad. I mean, granted, white people have gotten a lot better at things, but honestly, because of black people. Like and we, I have no problem with We got to stop making money for other people for other people like it we know better now so why are we still doing it use the power of the purse yeah like we know to, better to now. get changed we and know who they coming to see you yeah. know what i'm saying they yeah. coming to see Le- lebron james you know john morant um what's his name katie and, yeah you know yeah all, they are all, coming to see luca but luca's you know yeah, but no, but, but yeah, but most again, most of the talent is black. I mean, that's and we have to accept that. And it, I th- again, I think it goes back to the replacement theory, where white people are just af- afraid of of losing their place. And I don't, I don't think it being a problem being having black leaders and having bl- uh, black anything. I don't have a problem with that. So I don't think we're gonna appeal to the the white racist crowd, unfortunately. I would love to like get your opinions on it, but I just to to somehow get in front of their faces and be like, please respond to this. Maybe we should pay you. I don't know if you want to come on the show and, and you're you're a racist. I will pay you money to contribute your your opinion on the show. How about that? I'll pay you money. I'm down for that. Yeah, I I want to get behind this. Yeah. I just I cannot fathom this. I cannot put any words to it. So, all right, I'll put my money on the line. So people who are are of white descent, come at my purse. Let's go. Come at purse. All right. Well, this is definitely a conversation that needs to continue. So hit us up on social media so we can continue that conversation. I want to thank Johnny for coming out and being part of this conversation. DJ Bree, myself, and everybody. We'll see you on the next one. All right. Have a good one. The difference between, the difference between.